You're listening to the Weekly Geekly, Omaha's counterculture podcast. All right, we are here at the uh, Voodoo Oddities Expo. Woo! Uh, you got the Weekly Geekly crew here. We got yep. the Mikey. weirdo with a beardo. We got myself, Zach. And then we are talking today with uh, Michael Murray of the Toxic Coffin. Yep. You've got a pretty rad setup yeah. over there in the corner, kind of taking over. Thank you. Really draws the eye. When I was in here the other night setting up, it was the only thing that was like fully lit and set up. And I, me right. and Derek just immediately went to it. And I didn't know that you had actually been um, selling your stuff out of his shop for a while now. Yeah. I've seen it. I just never put the name to the face, gotcha. you know? And, uh, Really cool stuff. For those of you who aren't aware, the Toxic Coffin is uh, local. Are you local to Omaha? Uh, we're local to Lincoln. Okay. It's a Lincoln-based company. They make um, really, really nice, realistic-looking tombstones. And it's not just, you know, to put up in your house. Like, you could you could put this in your front lawn, and someone would think you buried someone there. It's yeah, really yeah, nice. It's, yeah. They're very detailed, yeah. <laughs> and for how heavy they look and for how real they look, they're made out of what? Uh, just basically styrofoam. Yeah. See, it, it looks super heavy and probably go to kick it. It's nothing. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that's really easy for transport. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to worry about, like, loading in weight or anything like that. Right. So It's a challenge good. with all the sizes and shapes yeah. and stuff. But I feel you. I love the horror stuff you did. There was a lot of, like, Evil Dead ones. Right. Uh, what do you, Wolfman, yeah. stuff like that. Has horror always kind of been one of your things, or is this something you kind of got into? Uh, the horror thing is kind of more of my thing yeah um i like i like the vintage monsters like i like the old Ooh, hollywood monsters yeah universal yeah so that's that's kind of what i've been into for a while so and that was kind of a that was kind of a tangent thing yeah it was like a thing that we thought we'd try doing like a vintage monster line of tombstones and it just took off and well it hasn't yet yeah it's like i feel like like in this day and age people are kind of moving away from the vintage horror stuff yeah like there's a lot of new horror things out you know types of horror and stuff so a lot of new genres it's not just so shock and awe anymore like back in those universal monster days it was the slow creep of nosferatu right it was the presence it was the 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 absence of anything there that kind of made it fearful but nowadays it's like you get movies like hereditary like things where it's just so in your face it's a whole nother culture yeah I almost long for those old silent film horror movie days, you know, yeah. mm. where it just meant so much more to watch the figure move into the frame, and that was scary. Right. Like, and then you got a whole other genre, like the whole slasher film thing. Yeah. Like, you know, so, and I, I feel like probably as old as I am, I'm dating myself, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of went, I was kind of before the slasher film, and then. Uh, so I, that's probably why I like the vintage monster well, stuff. Well, you know, it's like older. The older films, you can tell that, like, when they went in to make those older films and those older monsters, there was, there was like, a really... They, they took it seriously. Yeah. They, they took the job seriously. They're mm-hmm. there to make a movie. Yeah. Um, when... Uh, and then, you know, like, when the slasher flicks come in, um, it was a little bit harder to see that, but they were just going in, like, a different direction. Um, and one of the interesting things I've noticed is that if you take um, if you take the directors of those old of the like the the Friday the 13th mm. the Freddy Krueger like, yeah all the originals the like original yeah. like slasher flicks if you take those directors and 
um, kind of follow them through into some of the directors that are doing similar films now. Uh, there's a few of them that go on and move from those films into a, like more mainstream films. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they do really good work, like mm. really good work. I'm trying to think of, there was mm. a guy uh, that I was talking about with someone just the other day who moved from like a trauma film, you know? Like, oh, weird, like Avenger New Jersey beat. trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those were my <laughs> shit and when I was moved, a kid. Uh, what movie did he, he moved directly to this like big mainstream. La La Land. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> like it wasn't. Like you would never expect. Yeah, That's and funny. it was phenomenal. Like it was a phenomenal movie. I wish I could remember the director's name. But it was just crazy, that jump. And when you look at it, when you look at it, uh, they're making that jump all the time. And, yeah. And they're doing really great work. I think it's because, my personal theory is because it's, you have such limited resources. Right. You know, when you're well, trying to create something, sometimes the more limited you are, the better the product becomes. Well, because yeah. you have to try I feel like you're never an artist unless you're suffering for your art. And the horror <laughs> community was never... When it started out, I mean, Robert England will say himself, like, it's the house that Freddie built, but when they went to cons, they had the worst seats, they had the worst booths, they yeah. got treated the worst. Mm -hmm. No one really wanted the horror guys around because it was this weird outskirts kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. But nowadays, they're given the mainstream, you know, yeah. they're given the biggest booths, they're given, because they've realized, oh, wait, this sells. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. just a weird culture. Yeah. Like, this is stuff that people are very, very into. And, like, you see, like, you walk in and see the toxic coffin booth. And immediately, my imagination just goes, okay, well, where could I put this? What could I do with it? And it's fun right. to see someone kind of facilitate that uh, more decor side of things, right. you know? Yeah. Aside mm -hmm. from just putting bones on something or making something, that's cool, but I want to see craftsmanship. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's to a certain extent, but, dude, on yours, you can tell you put hours into that. Oh, yeah. And, there's, and there's they look so real. <laughs> So you guys are curious, go check them out, The Toxic Coffin on Facebook. You guys are also on Instagram as well. Yes. We'll have some pictures of their stuff on our Instagram, pictures of the interview, of course. I would totally recommend you guys to go check out The Toxic Coffin. Um, man, they're so intimidating looking. I'll say that. I don't even want to touch them. Like, I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to break it or something. I know it's, like, you know, sturdy, but... Yeah. What's the... I was going to say, what's the process that goes into making one of those? Um, it's actually quite the process. Um... First, we, we have order the we order styrofoam, yeah, mm -hmm. and then um, we kind of we pride ourselves on on hand doing everything. That's awesome. I literally I even hand built the machine. Oh wow! That cuts the styrofoam. Wow, <laughs> that's dedication, so, man. Yeah, yeah, so we we literally take pride in hand doing everything. Um, but the styrofoam is hand cut. The the epitaphs are hand carved. Wow. Um, we paint each one mm -hmm. separately so even though if we had two that were the same right. they're not going to look the same because they've they're both all been one of a kind yeah, yeah they're all yeah. pretty much one of a kind i mean there might be some similarities and stuff but um but yeah and and it's been a it's been a process um it's been a lot of trial and error over the last well before now but yeah it took about four years for us mm -hmm. to get all the techniques and trying different products, trying different things to get to where we are now. You've kind of finally gotten your mold, yeah, for so, lack of a better term. Right. So yeah. it's it's not something that we've just thrown together. Yeah. There's we've we've done a lot of pride, a lot, a lot of, I don't want to say research, mm -hmm. but a lot of trial and error. Like yeah. Right. Like I said, different products, different techniques, hmm. and now they're. This is kind of the one that fit you. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. seems like you've kind of got your rhythm. You know. Yeah. And I mean, I look at all the products you've got, and it seems 
I can tell where your mind started. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah. fun to notice those little uh, intricacies. Like you got one with the Grim Reaper on it, and there's a very cool saying on it. Like the little thing, the details is what catches me. Yeah. You know, and I can tell that you guys are very detail oriented when you're painting and sculpting. It looks like you've got every centimeter in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it looks like one piece when we're done. Yeah, very cohesive. Like yeah. Some of the some of the tombstones are actually put together. Like some of them are like eight pieces. Yeah, I was gonna ask about there. that. There are bigger ones out there yeah, too. Yeah, the bigger ones like there's eight pieces and you got to break down each piece. Wow. And then we put it all together in the end and. How much would it be to like make a mausoleum? Uh, like, that's actually, I'm talking like 10 feet by 15 feet mausoleum, walk in it, fake everything. That's something that we've talked about doing in the future. So yeah, we'll how see. awesome that would be for haunted. You should hit up some haunted houses or yeah. escape rooms, things like that. Um, I think we, people would die to have some of that in there. We actually have six of our tombstones in the number one rated haunted house in Omaha. Oh, no way. Which yeah. one? Uh, Madness Haunted House. Oh, uh, no way. So if you go out there and check that out, uh, there's six tombstones out there. Any tombstone you see in the haunted house is ours. So don't get scared and kick them. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, please. Yeah. They're not real. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to make one of my dad. <laughs> and I'll just put it, like, in his front yard, and he'll just be like, what the fuck? Like, Twilight yeah. Zone, you know? Here right. lies Kevin Coltrane. <laughs> With, like, the date is tomorrow or something. Like, oh, he'd flip. Yeah. What's it, Speaking of mausoleum size, what's the biggest piece that you've worked on so far? Because these things are, like, it's, there's, there's I think I saw a few that were, like, smaller, kind of, like, hang up on the wall size, but yeah. there's someone that you, like, set them out. They are legit. Yeah. Size to uh, life. Yeah. Some of them are actual replicas from uh, oh, wow. from some of the local cemeteries where we oh, yeah, went yeah. out and we tried to and that's part of the organic art that mm. we tried to put in is making something like an exact replica. Yeah. Um, so we've actually went to a, a few of the cemeteries and taken measurements just to see mm. how close we could get to realism. So do you take physical that's... molds or is this digital projection onto a computer? No, it's... Like, uh, obviously, you're not going out there pulling a mold over an entire... You know what no, I mean? you're right. No, it's actually you walk out there, you take hard measurements with a tape measure. Oh, so very precise. And you go precise. back to the shop, yeah. and then you try to replicate that. And they always say measure twice, cut once, right? Yeah. you got to really be specific right. on those measurements. Yeah. I was going to say, that's probably... Cemeteries probably get a lot of, like, punk kids coming in. They probably don't get very many people, like, oh, I would like to take measurements. Can I yeah. measure this tombstone? They're like... Uh, that's a great change of pace. Thanks for like, getting drunk and having sex on this tombstone. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's funny. I'm sure you get some weird looks going in there. Oh, I'm sure we have. Like, yeah. I, you don't notice. You're like, like yeah, I don't even there, care. <laughs> so, hey, it's business, man. You got to get yeah. inspiration, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, kind of what started all of it was me and my wife met. We were kind of both taphophiles. I don't know if you guys know what a taphophile is. I should, but I probably don't. What is right. it? It's just people who, like, do, like, they're like tourism and stuff of like cemeteries and oh, like a death tourist kind yeah, of yeah, kind of like okay. that. Okay, but it's it's more it's more uh, pointed towards tombstones, cool. and cemeteries directly. Okay, so but we yeah. toured a lot of the cemeteries around a lot of the local ones, and when we met, we didn't we didn't really meet in that setting, but as we met and kind of got to know each other. Mm. We, we both found out that that was something that we both, which is kind of weird. You, yeah. When you meet someone, very you specific. You're not like, yeah. hey, I like cemeteries. Do you? You know. Yeah. Like, well, that's I'm, like me and Jamie and Batman. <laughs> we both just loved Batman, and it was meant to be. It's just right. life, you yeah. know. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. it's it's on the surface it sounds kind of odd, but like 
any, I don't want to say infatuation, but I mean, it would technically be yeah. an infatuation, I, mean, you could call I it guess. That. Yeah. 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 Uh, with death, it's like a, that's like a super normal thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've you romanticized can, it throughout the test yeah, of time, yeah. man. I mean, and, you know, it's got to be an excellent way to organize it. <laughs> A road trip, because right, yeah. right. Uh, there's like plenty to just in the states. There's plenty to see. You go abroad. There's just like a, a world of oh yeah crazy things. The way I, people memorialize. I have always dead. wanted to see yeah. uh, Jim Morrison's first burial place in. I think it's in Paris. Yeah. So cool looking. Graffiti re- leading the whole place. There's a nice little statuette of his head. Now, I believe the rumor is that his body was moved afterwards or something, but I've always wanted to see that. I think that'd be really cool. He was a huge, huge impact on my childhood, <laughs> which yeah. probably isn't okay when I think about it now. <laughs> right? It's probably why I'm podcasting at an Oddities Expo right now, but hey, say <laughs> la vie, right? <laughs> That's yeah. cool, though. That's a really cool like interest to have with your wife. Yeah. Very specific, you know? Like, yeah. I could see it if you're like, Woo. If you're like, we both love Lord of the Rings or something. But like yeah. <laughs> both being into that that much, it, you know it was kind of meant to be. Right, yeah. <laughs> it had to be, right? <laughs> so you guys both do this together, then she's a part of the business as well? Or? Yes. Cool. Yeah, we're both artists. Uh, we both um, pretty much make the stones together. So she's got a part. She's got a specific part. I have a specific part. And then the other stuff we just kind of do together. Okay. Are you more of the cut, cut and paint? And maybe she's the, the lettering? What do you guys, how do you split that up? Um, I do most of the, like, raw cutting out of the, the tombstones and the shapes and putting them together and figuring out how we got to cut them yeah, to make yeah. them fit together. The origami, for lack of a better term. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and she does a lot of the, well, a lot of them we'll design together. Okay. Like, it's, it's like, and sometimes it, it can lead to an argument because it's picking. Oh, I'm sure. You know, you're both. She'll be like, I like this. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Or she'll pick a font, and I'll just absolutely hate it. Yeah. Like, that doesn't go with what we have on it. Right. But uh, we work together like that pretty mm. much to design what goes on them. Okay. And then she does the actual carving out of the epitaphs. Hmm. Um, oh, cool. That's a lot of labor. Oh, I'm uh, sure. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate other, Dremels. And other small tools. <laughs> yeah. So my hat's off to her. Like, she's a big part of this. That's awesome, man. But uh, as far as the, the painting and the coatings and stuff we put on them, that stuff's all done together. Hmm. It's a so, great date night idea. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Hey, honey, what do you want to do tonight? Let's work a little bit, you know? Like, right. be creative with each other. <laughs> yeah. It's always great to have creative outlets that you can share in a relationship, you know? Sure. I think that's... It, it does a lot for communication and a lot for, for being on the yeah. same page, yeah. you know? So... Yeah. Very big we, fan of that. As we go, <laughs> things are getting smoother. <laughs> used to not be so smooth but yeah. we're figuring it out but that's also yeah. the struggle of being an artist you know you guys makes are ne- it, not always going to stronger gonna, yeah. makes the whole yeah. process stronger exactly yeah. and I've always been the person to say if you're not struggling for your art you're really not an artist sure yeah. you know whether it's going to cons t- using the gas putting money the putting in all your hours for the work you know mm-hmm. buying supplies whatever it takes just to feel creative and, and make something of yourself you know yeah. like that's awesome. The uh, so, do you guys do any other work like uh, in that same kind of field? Um, is tombstones the gig? I, no, and tombstones that's aren't really the gig. Um, I would say tombstones right now is probably the specialty. But um, I'm an electrician. Cool. In cool. My cool. Normal life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been wanting to move into other props. Like I don't, I don't necessarily want to get tagged just. Hey, as the coffin guy, or as the tombstone mm-hmm. guy, yeah. Sure. Um, but we started this as a prop building business. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
next year there's kind of some big things that we want to kind of move into doing like uh, some animation props and Ooh. you know getting some different things that move we're still going to do the tombstones yeah i mean still... stick with your bread and butter right, right. i mean yeah, that's sure. kind of how you got your name out there in this initially yeah. you know it's like if we went we're going to talk about uh, movies and then just stopped altogether and didn't yeah. do anything about yeah well, I, I mean mikey we've done that sometimes. we've kind of <laughs> done that so that's why we're here yeah. oh no that's funny but that's cool. So what's the next big thing for, for the Toxic Coffin? What's the next big plan, goal, or whatever you guys are trying to make? Um, I'd say the next big goal would probably be moving into the other props. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I think we pretty much got the Tombstone thing nailed down. Seems like you have your formula, yeah, set. Yeah. Maybe, like, weapons or, right. or, like, you thinking, like, severed heads or what? Um, no, I'm thinking something more like... Uh, like animation, like something jumps out at you. Oh, okay. Like when you like said animation, I, did, I didn't quite capture what you were saying. Oh, so no, you're no. saying so more like, like moving animatronics, kind of? Yes, animatronics. Yes, yeah. that moving would be so cool. That, that would be the next building stone on mm -hmm. making the props. Yeah. Um, so hmm. we'll, we'll see where that That's, leads. That'll be really fun. <laughs> so. It's it's funny. Uh, I was just at like uh, the pumpkin patch with family the other day. Oh, uh, down Vallas, in Vallas? Uh, yeah. yeah. And walking by, and they've, you know, it's Vallas Pumpkin Patch. There's animatronics, like... Everywhere. Toss yeah. a rock. You hit yeah. animatronics. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's crazy how, in its base form, like, it hasn't aged as a technology very well, but it's still really, really um, enjoyable. Yeah, even it's though effective. yeah, it doesn't matter that like, it's super outdated. You know, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. still love it. Yeah. When yeah. I go down that Jurassic Park uh, ride and the T Rex pops out before I fall down the waterfall, I don't yeah. care if I know it's fake. It's and still it's, scary. Yeah. What's wild is like, as I've gotten older, the 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 little the little subtle bits of animatronics where it's maybe not as like, it's not as straight up as, like, here's a bear strumming like a banjo. Like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, the, the little things yeah. start to mean a whole lot more. Yeah. Way more enjoyable. The subtleties yeah. of, like, just little yeah. movements. Yeah. It huh. is an interesting, it is an interesting, uh, I want to say art form, I guess. Yeah. It's an it interesting really craft. Is. Yeah. yeah. And we for don't movies, see enough of it, really. Uh, there's been some outstanding movies that yeah. have taken good effects of animatronics. And puppeteering as well. Yeah. Kind of a combination yeah. of the two. It's One of my favorites was probably the Underworld movies. When that first Underworld movie came out, you literally could not tell the difference between what was CGI and what was practical effects. Right. And even like ev Evolution with that other vampire they had, some of it looked so damn real. Right. And you knew it wasn't. Yeah. But I mean, your eyes couldn't tell between what was in the computer and what they were just doing with wires. And I think that's kind of the goal for me, for as far as like effects goes. I shouldn't be able to clearly tell the difference if this is fake or real. Right. Yeah. You know, and so obviously you fit that formula for the for the tombstones. You guys got that down pat. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see how you kind of transfer into that, working with puppets and working with animatronics and trying to do more animated things. I'm really curious. Now I want to know what your plans are. <laughs> Let's uh, lower the lights and start intimidating him. And good cop, bad cop. Maybe we'll get something out of him. But. Well, we got to start somewhere. That's so cool. We do have a plan of, of a, a small project that we'd like to do. So cool. Can cool. you can you release any juicy deets or no? I mean, it's it's not really juicy. No. It's gonna be small. It's gonna be a Let's start. start. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I'm excited there, to see it. There's a lot of there's a lot of different working parts. Literally yeah. or, or <laughs> both. <laughs> I was gonna say, kind yeah. of both ways, right? Yeah, both yeah. ways. There's, but I'm gonna probably bring in another business partner. That's cool. On that oh, end, cool. so 
Hell yeah, man. wears glasses and he's good at computers. <laughs> <laughs> Help me program. I will make it yeah. look pretty. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. No, That's yeah. me. I'm like, I could probably make something look great, but I don't know well, how it works. <laughs> you know? That's right? one of the other bits that uh, <laughs> that I really appreciate about animatronics is that kind of like uh, clockwork. Um, sometimes when you, we were talking about integrating it in like seamless realism, sometimes it's also really, really effective and enjoyable when it's very blatantly like, yo, this is... Right. This is mechanical pieces doing yeah. a mechanical um, thing. Kind of like how you go back and watch old original like horror films, and you're like, I know this yeah. looks horrible, but I love it. Right. <laughs> but in like, like the, the whole like clockwork thing, where, yeah. Like, the part of the part of the the enjoyment of some of those old like clockwork toys, yeah. or any of this the, is the like, stiff and rigidness, yeah. Is you get to see them, you get to see the moving parts. You get like a visual representation of this mechanical process. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Hmm. I never thought about it like that. You yeah. guys ever be open to like maybe doing more steampunk things? Um, Gears oh. working, kind of you know weird stuff like that. I could we, see you guys doing some cool like steam steampunk yeah. props or something like that. I don't know if neither of us really know much about steampunk. Yeah, <laughs> the steampunk genre. But yeah, put a gear the on secret. something. Yeah, <laughs> the secret, Michael, is yeah you put a gear on it. You yeah, just made a steampunk. Yeah, you can put a gear. Put on a gear it. on it yeah. and. Uh, Right. H.G. Wells on it or something. Right now, there are at least hundreds of people through the course of time hearing this and just, like, cursing our name. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Steampunk has more than gears. <laughs> it's not just a gear. No, it's just gears and steam. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> it's cyberpunk if cyberpunk wasn't cool. <laughs> oh, man. Well, any last words for the listeners? Anything you want them to know about the Toxic Coffin before we head out? Um. Yeah. I mean, nothing specific, but, I mean, you, you hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So we do cool, a lot of cool. custom work, too. You so. do some commissions, too? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and commissions. if you guys are curious to see any of his work, uh, again, check him out on Instagram at The Toxic Coffin. Or if you want to see it in person, head on down to Voodoo Odd Shops. I know they've got at least, like, what, four or five in there? Uh, I think we got mm-hmm. three in Voodoo's Odd Shop now. They're huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're intimidating. Yeah. They're, like, up on the wall. And at first I thought they were real and they were going to, like, fall. Like, they just looked like big slabs of concrete leaning against this flimsy little thing. I was like, Derek, what are you doing? Like, right. so dangerous. Don't do this. And then he kind of showed me one, and I was like, holy crap. Why didn't I know about this for next Halloween? Yeah. So yeah. so check out the Toxic Coffin. Thank you, Michael Murray, for coming yeah. on, dude. It's Thank a pleasure you. talking to you. You too. As always, I've been the weirdo with the beardo, Mikey Colsheen. I'm Zach. And you've been listening to the Weekly Keekly. Good night. <laughs>